0: Hi
1: everyone, Sandman here. Today I'd like to share some of my experiences while working with women over the course of my life. I've been a business owner for most of my life and spent my 20s working alone as an internet entrepreneur. It wasn't until the last five years that I started working with women and did whatever I could to avoid working with them for as long as possible. For my education, I went to school for new media and graphic design and graduated back in 2001. While I was in school, I was already building my web business and filling up my web pages with photographic content. I built travel websites and ran advertising on these pages and lived off the money from that. That way, I could take the profits and travel to other countries and take pictures of cities and landscapes and post those pictures and make money that way. I could see entire regions of a country in a matter of a week or two photograph them, and then go home, upload the pictures, and start making money off the advertising. It was a great business until Google Image Search started putting me out of business back in 2007. The reason I was able to make money was because I was number one on many Google searches. I've traveled to over 30 countries while taking pictures. People stopped visiting websites to see pictures and started doing image searches instead. So there I was for the first time in my adult life. I had to go and get a job where I had to interact with people on a daily basis and I was selling investments. It was tough going to the office and dealing with office politics. So I got a job with an investment firm and started selling securities for commission. When I was in the investment industry, my managers kept pushing me to get married and have kids. They knew that if I tied the knot that I would have to work harder and harder to support a family and they in turn would receive larger bonuses that were only going to grow. And it was the female managers that were pushing me to get married the most. Needless to say, I spent only a year and a half at that job before I started selling stocks on my own in 2009 when the stock market crashed. And I had made my clients money while selling investments by getting them out of the stock market in the middle of 2008 and then getting them back in in early 2009. After my clients had made money, they just got even more greedy. And the risk tolerance went up, so I decided I had had enough of saving and making people money through the stock market. So in 2009, I created a trading system that was simple and profitable. Basically, you find a stable oil or gold company that trades in an extremely volatile way, and you buy and sell increments of 100 shares every 5 or 10 cents up or down, depending on the price. The ideal range for such a stock varies depending on your bankroll, but a stock between ten to thirty dollars fits those criteria quite well. Stocks like Suncore and Yamana were my favorite while I was trading. But you have to have enough money to keep buying even when the price keeps falling. As it rises, you sell each lot of hundred shares for fifteen cents above what you purchased it for. The returns were amazing. I was receiving fifty to seventy percent annually while actively trading. The only reason I stopped was because at the end of 2009 the volatility dried up. So after that I spent a year learning about peak oil and energy and just enjoying my life. In 2011 I got involved in my current business which is photography web design and videography. These are all skills that I learned back in college so all I needed to do was upgrade my skills through self-learning. My clients today are mostly women, and I get along with them for the most part because I'm a detail-oriented guy and a pretty good communicator. I surprise most women because I can out-talk them. They say they've never met a guy that talks as much as I do. My strategy with work is on an hourly basis. Any kind of media-related projects that I do is billed per hour, and I make no exceptions to that rule. About 20% of my female clients push for a package deal. They want me to do my job for a fixed price, and I respond by saying it's per hour, take it or leave it. When I first started my business, I would finish a project, and then the female client that hired me would get me to make revisions over and over again. The quality of the final product would just get worse and worse with each subsequent change. Most of my female clients are trying to run small businesses, and I make them videos for YouTube to help spread their message but many of them don't think it through and hire me for 10 hours and only get about 10 views total for their video. More often than not, they have no marketing plan and are essentially gambling with their money trying to hit it big on YouTube. I want to see them succeed and will often tell them that a podcast is the way to go before building a subscriber base and then going to video once you have an audience, but they simply don't listen. I can easily edit their audio files and put together a podcast, And in the end, if they are successful, it will mean more stable work for me. But again, they don't listen. Most women imitate the success of others instead of trying to be innovators. If you ever work with a female client or coworker, you will always save time and effort by agreeing to do it her way. My clients want things done a particular way, right or wrong. When working as a freelancer for female clients, you have to understand that your ego needs to be left at the door. But that's something you need to do with both male and female clients. Although I find male clients are more collaborative in general and they can do more brainstorming. Women are generally more rigid with the way that they work. I tell them sure I can do it their way, but I also have some creative suggestions to make. And more often than not, women that I've worked with would take those suggestions and be happy with the results. The fastest way to lose a female client is not doing things her way. It's the same as being in a romantic relationship. Don't step on a woman's toes and give her things the way that she wants them. Don't do things her way and you'll lose the relationship or the business. That means that you have to stick with your deadlines, and call her as soon as possible if there are any changes to the project. If you underestimate the original quote, never charge more. Always feed her the work hours as you go, because many times women will complain about the hours that you've built them after the fact. But just because you do all of those things, don't expect there not to be any complaints. Women often try to muscle their way to the front of the line, especially if you're a freelancer with multiple clients and projects going on at the same time. If you tell them it will be done for Wednesday, they will often send you cute little reminders on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, hoping that it's done early, or giving you the attention, thinking that it'll boost your ego, thus making you work faster. Personally, I get pissed off when I get these little types of cute messages. I know what needs to get done, so more often than not, they are just wasting my time, reminding me of deadlines that I already know. Another good suggestion is never finish a full job before showing it to a client. Do an hour of work and then get feedback about the direction you're taking it in. The project as you've outlined it will rarely look the way you agreed to it in the first place. The worst case scenario is working for a man-woman business partnership. Each person wants it done a certain way and you never know what to deliver. But in such a case you can rack up double the hours because the clients fight with each other about what they want. Another tip I have is that women like to follow rules. If you show them how other companies or small business owners build their own websites and projects or how they follow a particular set of principles then it'll make your life easier. They will just go along and follow what others are already doing. Women are great at finding a strategy that works and then mimicking it. I think this is also one of their great strengths. But coming up with new ideas seems to be their weakness and a strength that's found in men. Again, this is coming from my own personal experiences. These days, I mostly shoot bar mitzvahs, weddings, corporate events, music videos, and headshots. It's been the most fulfilling job I've ever had, because for the most part, I get the chance to be in new environments all the time, and meet all kinds of different people. I will be doing a video in the future talking about doing work with bridezillas, and the unreal expectations a wedding photographer or videographer faces when dealing with bridal parties. Enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.